What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hello and welcome to the New Vision Podcast. We are on day 22 of the Behold the Light series. I am Nikki Tig. I serve here at New Vision in our student ministry, and I am really excited to spend a few minutes with you guys today. We are going over such a rich passage. I am very excited. So today I'm reading John nine, John chapter 9, verses 1 through 7 and verses 13 through 41. I'll be reading from the New Living Translation. There's a lot to cover, so we are going to dive in. First one. As he went along, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man's this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Neither this man nor his parents sinned, said Jesus. But this happened so that the works of God might be displayed in him. As long as it is day, we must do the works of him who sent me. Night is coming. When no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. After saying this, he spit on the ground, made some mud with the saliva, and put it on the man's eyes. Go, he told him, wash in the pool of Siloam. This word means scent. So the man went and washed and came home seeing. Verse 13 They brought the Pharisees to the man who had been blind. Now the day on which Jesus had made the mud and opened the man's eyes was a Sabbath. Therefore, the Pharisees also asked him how he received his sight. He put mud on my eyes, the man replied, and I washed, and now I see. Some of the Pharisees said, This man is not from God, for he does not keep the Sabbath. But others said, How can a sinner perform such signs? So they were divided. Then they turned again to the blind man. What have you to say about him? It was your eyes he opened. The man said, he is a prophet. They still didn't believe that the man had been blind and had received his sight until they sent for the man's parents. Is this your son? They asked. Is this the one you say was born blind? How is it that now he can see? We know he is our son, the parents answered, and we know he was born blind. But how he can see now or who opened his eyes, we don't know. Ask him. He is of age. He will speak for himself. His parents said this because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders who had already decided that anyone who acknowledged that Jesus was the Messiah would be put out of the synagogue. That's why his parents said he is of age. Ask him. A second time they summoned the man who had been blind. Give glory to God by telling the truth, they said. We know this man is a sinner. He replied, whether he is a sinner or not, I do not know. One thing I do know, I was blind, but now I see. Then they asked him, what did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He answered, I have already told you, and you did not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you want to become his disciples too? Then they hurled insults at him and said, You are this fellow's disciple. 
We are disciples of Moses. We know that God spoke to Moses, but as for this fellow, we don't even know where he comes from. The man answered, Now that is remarkable. You do not know where he comes from, yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners. He listens to the godly person who does his will. Nobody has ever heard of opening the eyes of a man born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. To this they replied, You were steeped in sin at birth. How dare you lecture us? And they threw him out. Verse 35. Jesus heard that they had thrown him out. And when he found him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? Who is he, sir? The man asked. Tell me so that I may believe in him. Jesus said, You have now seen him. In fact, he is the one speaking with you. Then the man said, Lord, I believe. And he worshiped him. Jesus said, For judgment I have come into this world, so that the blind will see, and those who see will become blind. Some Pharisees who were with him heard him say this and asked, What? Are we blind too? Jesus said, if you were blind, you would not be guilty of sin. But now that you claim you can see, your guilt remains. As we are in this Behold the Light series, verse 5 jumps out at me when Jesus says, I am the light of the world. And I have to pose the question, what is our response to the light? And we're going to take a few moments today to look at the responses of people in this story. First, we'll look at their disciples. They, in this story, they made an assumption. They made an assumption about sin in someone else's life. Although they were close to Jesus, they walked with him, they were chosen by him, they still needed directing and correcting. And the Pharisees, these, this group of guys absolutely interrogated the blind man after he received sight. They refused to believe. That was their response to the light. They refuse to believe. Verse 18, after the blind, the blind man calls Jesus prophet, they still, they wouldn't believe and even had his, they wouldn't even believe he was blind and had his parents come to vouch for that and to actually admit that he was blind from birth. And in verse 24, the Pharisees, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. And the Pharisees response is calling him a sinner. Verse 24, they called Jesus a sinner. They were absolutely refusing and unwilling to believe. They hurled insults at the blind man. They told him he was steeped in sin at birth. That was their response. That was their response to a miracle taking place. And I think about the blind man's parents. These This, this couple didn't know that their story was being, being written. It was they didn't know no, it's literally being written into a bigger story, literally a story we're reading years later. And I wonder if their response to the Pharisees would have been different because they responded in fear, although they saw the miracle of their son being able to see because of their fear of others' opinions and being put out of the synagogue, they were unable to rejoice with their son and for 
their son. And most importantly, they were unable to praise Jesus for healing their son. I just think about their response to that miracle in the presence of these Pharisees. They wouldn't admit it. They wouldn't admit the miracle. They didn't celebrate it. And it's kind of a reminder to me that sometimes the people closest to you in life will not celebrate your miracle or your breakthrough. And it's crazy that that's that's how his parents responded. They had a hands off posture when we need to have a hands up posture of praise and surrender. And we'll see that's as we can see in the story, that's what the blind man had. Looking at him and his response, the works of God were displayed through him, through his disability. And we all have a disability. We all have something that we may try to hide or cover or ashamed of. And I, that hit me. I had to think to myself, what piece of my story that I try to hide that God really wants to use? And Jesus is telling him this, told the disciples, this man, there's no sin involved. This happened for a reason. It was planned. And that is just something that's a great reminder for me when I look at things that are not going as as my plan. He has a bigger reason. And in verse seven, Jesus told the man to go. He told him, you know, he, he made the mud and he told him to do something. Now, the man's sight was not working. He was blind, but he used what he had. He used his feet and his faith and he did what Jesus told him to do. He was told to go to this pool and wash and he did it. He had obedience. And it makes me think about it. We can't stay still and stagnant when we meet Jesus. He told him to go do something and he did. His life was absolutely changed that day. And in verse 17, he called him a prophet. Previously, he called him a man. Earlier in the verses, he says, hey, this man healed me. Then later he called him a prophet. And finally, he called him Lord. And Jesus, in this story, saw the man. He saw this blind man and he said, I am the light. And for us in this series, I think of beholding the light. It's something we observe, something we see, something that we, that's impressive or remarkable. And that's, that doesn't even begin to describe Jesus. And thinking of Jesus in this story and thinking of this man, he was, he was insulted by the Pharisees and kicked out of the synagogue. And it's crazy because verse 35, it says, Jesus heard that they'd thrown him out. And when they found him, he said, do you believe in the son of man? I think of this. Jesus found him. Jesus seeks us. That is what I get from that. Jesus seeks us. And the man worshiped him. The man said, yes, I believe. And he worshiped him. And Jesus accepted the worship because he's worthy of it. So I think about what what do we do with this reality? Um, We are all to behold and share the light. And the Pharisees 
and the his parents couldn't see the light because they were not willing but i pray that you were you were willing and excited to behold and share the light we have a response and a responsibility to do that with others we do that um in in the way the man responded he responded in worship that's our response that's the only appropriate response is to worship and we worship him not only on sundays but with our lives in the way that we talk in the way that we treat others even the way we type on social media. (laughs) And I think about, um, again, the man calling what the man called Jesus, he finally called him Lord and the Pharisees called him sinner. And I just think about us, what do we call him? And what we call him is, is we make it known who he is says by the way that we live our lives. So we all have a response to the light. So I want to ask you, what will you do with that? What will you do with, with what you behold as we behold the light? Thank you so much for joining us today on the new vision podcast. And I encourage you to join us tomorrow as our director of women's ministry, Miss Dixie Lovett shares from John chapter 12. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.